Good morning. Welcome to today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I founded uh, the Olive Tree Ministry in 2001, just before the Trade Center bombings. June 2nd, to be exact. I have, uh, I'm going to begin with a verse out of the King James, Psalm 138, verse 2. I will worship toward your holy temple. I will praise your name for your loving kindness and for your truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. You have magnified your word above all thy name. That was the King James. Now the expanded Bible. I will bow down facing your holy temple. I will thank and praise you and praise your name for your love and your loyalty and loyalty and your faithfulness. You have made your name and your word greater than anything. You have exalted your word above all your name. One more translation, the Amplified. I will worship toward your holy temple, praise your name for your loving kindness, for your truth and your faithfulness, for you have exalted above all else your name and your word. And you have magnified your word above all your name. John, the Gospel, 1-1. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Greetings and good morning. I hope uh, all is well in your world. I felt to begin with these verses because God is the great I am that I am. And God has given the world His word. And his name. His name expresses who he is, what he is, and his word expounds to his children all that he is in detail. His word reveals to us his eternal purpose, his eternal plan. There was an initial 
sin in the universe on the day of a great rebellion. Iniquity was found in the heart of the angel that led praise to God. And a rebellion took place. And from that point forward, God's righteousness was enacted, set in motion. All that God is in His essence, His righteousness. There had to be a... Things have to be made right. And there has to be a judgment, a punishment. That is, we are in that purpose of Almighty God. And God decided to use red clay. And out of red clay He formed man. And out of red clay He will bring judgment to the rebellion and the rebellious one and the rebellious children of the rebellious one and all of the angelic hosts that rebelled in the beginning at that rebellion, that great rebellion. We don't know how many hundreds of thousands or millions of years ago that was. But God has determined and decided to use man to bring about that judgment. And God chose His Son to come and uh, be the one who would take the keys of death and hell. Death is no longer the, the keys of death and hell are in the hands of Christ. I wanted to begin with the Word of God along that note, along this line, the Word of God to the Christians, to the believers in the bodies, all the different churches of God. The Word of God without knowing and understanding now, how would I phrase? I'm going to rephrase that. Everything is in God's Word. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, the plan of God. From the beginning to the end, He is the Alpha, He is the Omega. He started everything. He will end everything. God is ending what He had begun 6,000 years ago. He's completing all that He stated He would do in the previous 6,000 years. He is now concluding, finishing, wrapping up what His Word stated. Everything in His Word is being fulfilled. 2,000 years ago, roughly 1,900 years ago, God gave a revelation to John the Apostle. And John documented that vision in the book of Revelation. 
the book of Revelation is a continuation when in the first, second, and third chapter of the kingdom of heaven. Christ introduced the kingdom of heaven on the night of resurrection when he breathed into his disciples his Holy Spirit. The kingdom of heaven began with power. And for the first 60 plus years after Christ's death, the kingdom of heaven began to expand through the preaching of the gospel, through the apostles, then through the apostle Paul. The kingdom of heaven, this invisible kingdom with power, began to grow. And in the book of John, in the book of Revelation, by the time that John received the revelation, the kingdom of heaven had spread into seven localities and each of those localities was considered to be in a sense a church now you see what initially took place on the day of Pentecost and I think 60-70 years later now this kingdom has expanded into India into, the, into Asia to North Africa, into uh, Europe, Southern Europe, Central Europe, and is moving west. The mighty church, the uh, assembly of believers, I have to be careful when I say the mighty church because within the church you have the faithful and the unfaithful believers. The unfaithful believers cannot be considered to be part of the mighty church. They're part of the family of God. They're part of the church. They're included in the, in the uh, born-again assembly, but they're not mighty. Those in the assembly that are considered to be mighty and feared are the faithful believers through the centuries. And here at the end of the world, God's plan and what was presented in the book of uh, Revelation has now matured. The book of Revelation talks about there are two lines. There is the kingdom of heaven as it goes through the ages, through time, through the, through the last two centuries, and you have the kingdom of darkness. You have the church represented in chapter 1, 2, 3. You have the world, the cosmos, through the balance of the chapters, the judgment of the cosmos at the end, the taking away, the gathering of the faithful believers in Christ to be brought before his judgment seat. The book of Revelation is complete. And it makes it makes it clear to the believers that the power of God in time, in the last centuries, the power of God is in his assemblies. 
Israel is in the book of Revelation in many different places. Chapter 7 talks about 12,000 uh, people from each of the 12 tribes of Israel. These are the elect of God. They are not born again. These are the children of Israel, of ja Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob through Jacob, Jacob's children, all 12 tribes that will go into the millennial kingdom. They will go into the millennial kingdom. Not as not being, they will never be born again. They cannot be born again. That is not their destiny. They will never receive Christ. They will not know who Christ is. At the end, when Christ comes out of Basra, and he's coming out of present-day Jordan before he goes to Armageddon. He will go to a place called Basra in present-day Jordan where many of the children of Israel will be gathered in the last three and a half years of the tribulation. And Christ will come from Basra and then from there he will go to the Battle of Armageddon. This is all in the Bible. This is all in the Word of God. All that I'm presenting to you is in God's Word. I'm back away from giving you a view from above. The churches of God are the main focus in the book of Revelation. Why? Because in the book of Revelation it is made clear that the churches of God are unique because within the assembly of God the Holy Spirit dwells within them. The Holy Spirit will not dwell within the children of Israel. Their plan is different. They are still the elect of God. God will protect them, keep them. And He can separate the true the true lineage of Jacob from the false lineages. Not all who call themselves Jews are Jews. Not all who call themselves Jews are from the, tri from the 12 tribes of Israel. It can be more of a religious. Uh, many who call themselves Jews may call themselves Jews because of religious uh, reason, for, for, for religious reasons. But that doesn't mean they have the DNA of the, of, of the line of Jacob, Abraham, and Isaac. The assemblies of God have not replaced Israel. The promises and the covenants that God made with Israel in the time of Moses and David, they still apply to the Hebrew people, the twelve tribes of Israel. They have a purpose. They have to be protected for that purpose in our time so they can fulfill their purpose after the resurrection of the born-again believers. The end of the time of the Gentiles. Then God will once again resume 
perfectly his working with the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, we believers who have believed into Christ, we are the feared, we are a group that the the kingdom of darkness I, I'm we are the problem and have always been for 2,000 years the problem to Satan and his kingdom because we have Christ in us we have an added dimension to us as people we have the Holy Spirit within us and Satan knows this. And this is why we are feared. The occult world is very clear. Another thought that is presented in the book of Revelation. The occult world. The kingdom of darkness. One great example is in, Revela in Revelation chapter 13. A coming antichrist and a false prophet. Both leaders, powerful leaders in the kingdom of darkness. Just one example. And there's a war taking place. Now I'll go back to Matthew chapter, I'm sorry, yeah, Matthew chapter 16. Verses 13 through 18. The thought is this, Christ said, I will build my ecclesia, and the gates of hell will not prevail against the ecclesia. I'm redundant. I'm repeating this again because there's a principle in the scripture. Christ rehearsed things to his disciples repeatedly, and it took him a while to get the concept. And then to, with the concept, there, it, they would include an experience. Moses was told, rehearse every year the Passover to the children of Israel. Because they would forget it and forget the power of what occurred when they were delivered from Egypt. So they rehearsed that until this very day, once a year. The Ecclesia, I will build my church, my ecclesia, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. For our time, the knowledge of what I am presenting to you is important. It is vital. Now, through the last 30 plus 40 years, I have read these verses, I have heard pastors teachers talk about the ecclesia and some have stated the ecclesia is the whole body of believers the whole group the total and that this is a great mighty church that is going to glorify God shake the world shape the world be faithful in the world but that is not the case. 
other scriptures like in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 Paul says that the church the churches are apostate the assembly of believers in Messiah in Christ are apostate they have drifted far from the mark of what Christ had called them far from the mark and and the mark being God himself they have drifted far from the knowledge of God the purpose the doctrines the theology all that was presented and delivered presented to the apostles and delivered to the churches the, the believers at that time they've drifted it's apostate far from God far from the true word they're in they're, they are in the world there's no growth in life they are entangled in the things of the world they are in bondage and they do not desire the things of God so the in Matthew Christ is saying the gates of hell the, the gates of hell will not prevail against the builded church this small group of faithful believers builded what do you mean builded they have spent time with Christ and they have been they are being transformed working hand in hand with God working in conjunction with other believers to be faithful to be transformed to have their minds renewed to be effective in the world against all of the evil that comes in through the devil's kingdom. There is a group. I'll, I'll give you an example. Would you consider all of the twelve apostles to be the ecclesia or the apostate believers? You read the New Testament. You can see examples of those who would be apostate and those who are the ecclesia who are builded whose lives are their focus is single toward the things of God toward God himself toward the teachings of Christ the Holy Spirit his work is Presently, his real focus is toward the ecclesia. There are those that are tight in a network, hidden, that are part of this group of faithful believers. Then from there you go out. And the further out you go, the more apostate you are. The Levites, the closer you get to the temple, the closer you get to the holy place, 
the more dangerous it is. The closer you get to the Holy of Holies, the more dangerous. People that are seeking Christ, seeking God, seeking to be faithful, will have a greater attack on their lives. But they will have a greater authority and they will have greater victories. They will be protected. They'll have greater protection. You might say added angels. Those who truly want to consecrate themselves to Christ, the enemy will attack. But with that attack, you'll have extra protection from God. And in the last 2,000 years, the children of God presently need more protection than ever before because the battle has heated up to the point where real bullets, you might say, in that spirit are being fired. But God is able to keep you, protect you, and keep you moving forward. We're going to be back. I'm trying to lay this thought down for what I'm going to present next. Rick Rodriguez will be right back. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Reasons to own gold. Reason number 725. The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit allamericangold.com. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. 
Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, and Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 9.30 to 5.30. Serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654-6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. Tune in Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 a.m. for the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Get your garden started and growing successfully all summer long. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus Every Sunday from 9 o'clock until noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program and the podcasts for the program are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree program. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, to abbreviate it, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Longmont, 80502. Again, P.O. Box 872. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Without Him was nothing made that was made. In Him was life. The life was the light of men. The light shines in darkness, and darkness cannot, will not comprehend it. The Word of God. Basically, the believers today, the Word of God is vital. And in America, out in, out in the world, Many teachers, many pastors, the theology, the doctrine, the eschatology, and the history of the church and the world is the, the, the men that uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up. Every man has a view. If the view lines up with, with their thinking, if it lines up with what is in the Word of God, then uh, they need, they, every man needs to be tested. But every, every teacher, his view has to line up with what is presented in the Scripture. As with doctrine, there are some men who began their ministries preaching hellfire and brimstone, and then somewhere along the line they decided there's no hell. There isn't a hell. 
there's no need to worry for Christians because inclusion or the, universe, the, the teachings of universalism that eventually God is going to forgive and redeem even the devil and the fallen angels. Well, this is what, what we use the word heresy. This is uh, not biblical. It is not sound doctrine. And it people that teach this type of teaching, they are enemies of the gospel of Christ. There is a hell. There is an eternity of fire. But there is, like Christ said here, in him was life, the life is the light of men. He came to bear witness of the light that men through him should believe. Those that believe have eternal life. Those that don't believe will have eternal fire. Now, does that mean that all people, it, it, Christ wills that all men be saved, but all men are not going to be saved? And the Jewish people, we desire that the Jewish people, all of them, would come to Christ. But the Scripture says they cannot, not all of the Jewish people can come to Christ because God has another plan for the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And if they're born again, their purpose shifts to a different purpose. The, the Apostle Paul, he was a rabbi. When he met Christ, his purpose shifted. And his focus became not Israel, but the new family of God. But still, he stated that the Jewish people are still the elect of God and the promises and the covenants that God made with them are still intact. Because through the years, through the ages, they would have to exist to eventually repopulate and live in the coming millennial kingdom in their natural state. They will never be born again. And there will be people today that are living that will never accept Christ because they've been ordained to also live from the nations, from the non-Jewish peoples, to go into the millennial kingdom to populate the earth in the next thousand years. So not everybody will be born again. There are those that are ordained to eternal life. Those that have been ordained, that God knew about, that is succoring, drawing, His Spirit is upon them. They will come to Christ. But, in the Bible, the Word of God makes it clear there are those vessels that were created to be destroyed. Moses said that God is against those who hate him to the third and fourth generation. But then he goes on to say that there are others who are hated to all generations, meaning they will never, ever be able to receive Christ. Is God unfair? No, he's not. Man has free will. And there are some lineages, they have free will. 
they will know that Christ is real. They will know they have an opportunity during their lifetime to receive Christ, to repent, and to receive eternal life. But uh, they choose not to. Judas Iscariot is the only one good example. He has made, He had made a decision, though he was with Christ for over three years, Christ, in one book I had read, preached the gospel directly to him seven times in, in a roundabout way by being uh, close to Christ. The last time was the night of the Last Supper. Christ had made it clear that there was somebody that was going to betray him. And all the disciples are looking at each other wondering, well, who is this going to be? And then Judas Iscariot, again, the final time, the final time when Christ gave him an opportunity. He did not have to betray Christ, but greed and the thought of 30 pieces of silver, Satan had used that as the hook to catch him. And that hook was too deep. He wanted the power that would come with everybody knowing that this is the man that betrayed Christ and the 30 pieces of silver. That was quite a bit of money in those days. He would never have to worry about finances again. Fame and fortune. Christ said, and Judas comes to Christ, Lord, is it I? He knew it was him. And the Lord gave him the last chance, but Christ finally had to let him go. What thou doest, do quickly. Judas went and betrayed him. Two people in the future that are coming, the Antichrist and the false prophet, ordained from eternity past to take their positions in the time in which we live to bring death and evil to the world like two men have never Two men have never brought to the world before. Adolf Hitler and these type of men don't compare. An Antichrist. He will actually receive Satan into his spirit. The spirit of man that was reserved just for eternal life. Satan, his spirit will be open just like Judas Iscariot. Satan will enter in. And he will be born of death for eternity. The power of God's Word. God's Word from Genesis to Revelation presents everything to mankind that man needs to know. Everything. Finances, love, marriage, hate, death, betrayal, everything. All, every condition of the soul is in the book of the Psalms. You know, the psychiatrists, psycho, psychology, uh, psychiatrists and uh, the psychological world, where do you think they got all of their knowledge from? You, it's like, oh, this is a brand new, uh, what's the word, uh, field. No. This matter of psychological, uh, the psychological world, it's not a new not a new field. It's in the book of Revelation. It's in the book of Psalms. 
King David, every single experience Christ experienced through his life and to the time of his death, anguish, torment, betrayal, <clears throat> joy, un, un, uh, unbelievable, every, every experience of the soul is in the book of the Psalms. Even the matter of multi-personality people is in the book of Psalms. David said, The evil, the wicked, came to split my soul and tear my soul into pieces like a lion. He's talking about multi-personality, the multi-personality, uh, what can happen to a person if their soul is split into multi multiple personalities. David knew what they were trying to do. What made the apostles unique, you know, we hear about post-traumatic stress and all of the psychological conditions. This was not the case with the apostles. The apostles overcame all of it. They overcame the abuse. Paul murdered, what was he, what do they think, two or three times? And he came back. It did not affect him psychologically. All of that trauma, all that he went through, it didn't affect him. Why? Because he had the power of the Holy Spirit and he knew the power of his spirit and how to pray for his psychological problems, torments, what he went through. It didn't affect him. He was at all times a whole individual psychologically. And the believers in the early church, they had no counselors. They didn't have people they could go to for psychological help. They had each other and they had Christ. And they had the Word of God. The Word of God is what makes you whole. Taking God's Word and standing on it. Every one of you, you have a destiny with God. Many Christians don't, they don't, they, their destiny, oh, their destiny is just to live, work, enjoy the world, enjoy life, and die. But they still have this thought, you know, I do have a destiny, but what is that destiny? You have to pray. You have to ask God, Lord, I have three directions to go in life, but which direction was ordained by you? I had a, I had a, <clears throat> my wife and I <coughs> were praying for an, in, an, in, an individual one night. And in that time of prayer before he came over so we could pray for him, I had a series of these little insights. I, I hate to use the word vision, but that's what they were. And in my, I'm praying and I'm seeing something, and I pray it right out loud. 
Well, one of those things, I, one of these little visions, was I saw a, I was standing outside, looking off into the horizon, and I could see hills from where I was standing. The hills were grassy, just slowly kind of climbing to the horizon. To my left and to my right, I could see in these, in these, in the fields, I could see these big white, like a big marble slab. They were about eight, nine foot tall. They were maybe almost three foot wide. They were about a foot and a half thick. All over in this field are these big slabs, like a monolith. If you ever saw the 2001 Space Odyssey, but they're white. No matter where I look, to the left, ahead, to the right, and they were scattered. And then in front of me are two of these big white door, these pillars. And I'm, I'm thinking, Lord, what are these things? And the Lord said, they're doors. They're just standing in the field. But they're doors. And I said, okay, doors? Well, they don't, how do I know they're doors? They don't have doorknobs. They don't have anything on them. And he said, they're spiritual doors. They can only be opened through prayer. They don't have, they don't have knobs. It's got to be done through prayer. Well, I could look around the back of these doors. There was nothing there, just more grass. And... But the Lord said, no. Through prayer, these doors will open. And then you walk through the door. And you walk into another realm or another uh, direction in, in life. Well, there's a door to the left, a door to the right, they're identical. And the Lord said, but as you pray, as you pray for these doors, a word is going to appear. And so the door to the left, as I'm praying, on the door it had the word blessing. And I thought, wow, blessing. And the Lord said, through this door, you go through this door, there are going to be blessings like you cannot imagine. It's a door of blessing. This is a Christian, we talk about as Christians, doors of blessings. This door had blessing on it. It's a big door. There's no way. You'd have to have cranes to pick that thing up. It's so big. Then I looked at the door on the right, and I said, well, what, what's this door? And the Lord said, you pray, and I will show you the name on the second door. Well, I'm going to finish this when I get back. But this is uh, Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. Podcasts are on 1360khmc.com. 1360khmc.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360khmc.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? 
For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. Frosty the snowman. Next Gen Windows and Doors of Fort Collins provides superior window and door replacement to Northern Colorado homeowners for over 20 years. Next Gen was just voted best in NOCO for window service companies and has hundreds of five star reviews. Call now for a free in home evaluation, 970 888 6588, or visit them online at nextgenwindowsanddoors.com. Mention KHNC when you call and get a 5% discount. Winter's here, stop the draft. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. Gotspainter28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. so ordained okay so two big white massive granite pure white I don't know what you call them standing in a field and all through this field all the way to the horizon to the left to the right doors these these doors and the Lord said pray and I will show you what is written on the door so I prayed for the door on my left it said blessing And by faith, you open that door, and there are blessings that you cannot imagine. The second door is on my right, and there's nothing written on it. And the Lord said, pray, 
and I will show you what's written on that door. And I just, well, I'm praying, my wife is sitting there, but in my spirit I am praying, and I'm praying out loud. I said, Lord, what is this door here? And I'm praying, and I see the word ordained. So the door on the left is blessing, the door on the right is ordained. And the Lord said, and this is given to me to understand where God was taking me and how he speaks to me. But it is a principle that you, it's, it's, it's a principle that is, uh, can be used by God's children. The Lord said, find the doors that are ordained. Go through those doors. The doors of blessing, they're a great blessing. You go to the, somewhere, you win a lottery ticket for a million dollars. Blessing, it's a great blessing. You can help people. It will take care of your financial problems. But blessing doors can be taken. You're going down to cash the check. You hit somebody in a car and you hurt them. That blessing can be taken. But the ordained door, the Lord told me, ordained doors cannot be taken. They're ordained. Now I have a verse. Paul in first in first Timothy in first Timothy chapter two, verse seven, whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle. I speak the truth in Christ and lie not, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. There are people that are ordained to positions of responsibility in the body of Christ ordained. There are people who take the positions of responsibility not ordained. They destroy themselves and they destroy those that follow them. We're going to talk more about that in the next hour. The pres- This is uh, Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. I'm the uh, host, Rick Rodriguez. We'll be back in the next hour. And I will tell you about the program through the week, The Present Truth. We'll be back. The P.E. Gun Show, February 12th and 13th, has two giveaways, an AR pistol from Modern Arms and Optics and a 12-gauge semi-auto from GB Survival. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located at 1840 Greeley Mall in Greeley, Colorado. Buy, sell, or trade in $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Saturday marked two years of uncertainty, masking, staying apart, and staying home. It was two years since the old normal went away and a new one arrived with Governor Polis's news conference. I was notified that we have the first presumptive positive case of novel coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. That beginning was the diagnosis of one traveler at the ski resorts of Summit County. In the two years since March 5, 2020, Colorado's seen 1.3 million cases. Some 60,000 people have been hospitalized for the virus and 12,579 have died of it. Now most Coloradoans have been protected by vaccine shots and boosters, but some communities are 
still far behind getting their first inoculations. Doctors say Latino Coloradoans have been especially hard to convince. State Health Department data show only 47% of Hispanic Coloradoans over five years old have gotten fully vaccinated in Denver County, compared to 83% of white non-Hispanics. I'm Jim Williams. Some clarification about the issue of credibility for one of the Republican candidates for Douglas County Sheriff. She's now being challenged by the Sheriff's Office itself. An internal affairs investigation found the former undersheriff, Heidi Kluth, wasn't honest with her colleagues or the public based on what she's told a media outlet about that probe. Kluth, demoted and fired from the department last year, an internal affairs investigation found she directed a subordinate to delete part of her personnel file. An incident report from last October shows Kluth was charged with official misconduct, allegedly occurred from July through October. In December, Kluth appeared on a TV news show and denied the probe by internal affairs ever happened. Investigators say she was deceptive about what had happened. This past week, the sheriff's office sent out what's called a Brady letter to prosecutors, requiring them to disclose to defense attorneys that Kluth has a credibility issue. College basketball CU Buffs won the seventh of their last eight in the regular season, beating the Utes 84-71. I'm Ted Werbin. How would you like to save up to $1,000 a month? If you're a homeowner, it's possible. And you can learn more by getting a free mortgage review from American Financing. See if you can lower your rate or pay off high interest debt and potentially skip two mortgage payments. Just call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or apply online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. How would you like some free advertising? Free, 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 free. Call 970-587-5003. We will put your small business or local company on the half-empty cup of joe for the small business section of the show. Call 970-587-5003, and we'll get your business some free advertising today. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. 
This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Welcome to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. <clears throat> In the first hour, I was talking, I talked about uh, the Word of God. Psalm 138, verse 2, where Day King David said that Christ, that, that he says that it states, I have placed my word above my name. Psalm 138, verse 2c. I have placed my word above my name. This is the importance. It's only presented this way one time in the Bible. It's only presented one time in all of Scripture where a verse states that God has placed His Word above His name. There is a word to 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 uh, explain what the mention of something one time, how important it is. Thou, you must be born again. Only mentioned one time in the Bible. The principle is when it's mentioned one time in the Bible, you pay even greater attention to it. You must be born again. Another verse, I have placed my word above my name. You pay greater attention to that. The word of God explains all that God is and who He is. His plan, it is complete. He says, I am the I am that I am. I am everything. If you need something, I am. He's Jehovah. He is, his name means all these different. He is Savior. He is God. He is Redeemer. The Word of God explains the Redeemer, the Savior, the God, the Son of God. The Word of God covers everything that God intended that man know about God and history and the plan that God had with Adam to the end of all things. I finished the last hour by talking about ordained. I had a quick vision and in this field to my left to my right and forward to the horizon 
on the right horizon, ahead the horizon, left the horizon. These doors, it'd be like sheep scattered on the field. These doors are about 10, 12 foot high. They're about a foot and a half thick. They're about three foot, maybe almost four foot wide. You can't miss them. And in my vision, the interpretation was this. God will put doors with every child of God. There are doors in front of us, no matter if you walk forward, straight ahead, to the left, to the right, anywhere you walk in life going forward, there are doors. They're all exactly the same. But each door, they do not have a handle on them, but they're doors. And each door has a name on that door. By faith you pray and the Lord will show you if the door is a blessing or something ordained. And like I had stated in the last hour, a blessing door. Christians are always looking for blessings. Oh, this is a blessing. This is a blessing. Blessings can be taken. You win a million dollars, cash the check, go get the check on the way to the bank, you have a car wreck. You injure somebody. That blessing is going to be taken from you. The door on the right, as I'm in the prayer time, I'm looking at this door on the right, and I said, Lord, what is that door? And he said, pray. And as you pray, you'll see what it is. And the door had ordained on it. So one door had blessing, one door had ordained. There are no handles on these doors. The doors have to be opened by faith. You have a door that says blessing. That door can only be opened by faith. You have another door that says ordained. It can only be opened by faith. But the Lord told me, choose always the ordained doors. What has been ordained for you can never be taken. There are things that are blessing, things that are ordained. What is ordained for each of you in this audience listening to this program, pray that God takes you to ordained doors. You're going to get married. You better make sure that the person you're going to marry was ordained for you from the foundation of the world. You're going to buy a new home. You better make sure that home through prayer was ordained from the foundation of the world. Why is this important? Because we're at the end of the world. We have been ordained to close out this age. Christians that are born and living today have been ordained for this time. Now you have been ordained to either help close the age out or to go your merry way, live your life, eat, drink, be merry, and then die. Ordained. In Romans chapter 13. I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 7. Apostle Paul stated, We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. There are mysteries that have been ordained for us. If you don't want to know those mysteries that were ordained for you, God will. He'll accommodate you. You will never see the mysteries that were ordained for you to know and understand. One of the mysteries 
is we have been ordained to close out this age. What has been ordained may not be pleasant. The apostles were ordained to suffer. That was part of what they would go through in their calling. They were ordained to it. But through the suffering, they were able to understand the great power of God and the riches of God in His, in His way in, in keeping them. Paul said that I may know Christ and the power of His resurrection. How did that come? Through His suffering. We do not seek suffering. We don't go out and, you know, stand on a street corner asking for it to come. No, we wait and God will decide. Then he stated that in 1 Corinthians 9.14, he talked about there are people that have been ordained to preach the gospel and they should live through the gospel. I was concluding at the end of the hour, finishing out, as I concluded that hour, I was saying that there are people ordained to responsible positions in the body of Christ for the sake of God's children to help them mature to protect them, to keep them, assist them. They're ordained. But then there are those that are not ordained. And those that are not ordained bring harm to themselves, which uh, I say, good, good. I don't, I, I'm, I'm for punishment if it should come in the right way. Those that are not ordained to be in responsible positions, I do not want them in responsible positions and positions of power in the body of Christ because uh, they're going to hurt. They're going to affect, hinder the move of God with other people. And whether these men suffer or not, I don't care. They need to be punished. If they're not ordained, they should be punished and removed from their positions. They're there for by the will of man, by the will of the flesh, by the will of blood, but not by the will of God. <clears throat> I have the same attitude that, that the Apostle Paul and the other apostles had toward those that would sneak in to the church. They were clouds that appeared to be something powerful, but they had no rain. They brought no blessing to the earth. They bring no blessing to the people that sit in their assemblies. They should be punished. They should be judged. They should be removed. I have prayed for men that I know that are in positions of authority in the churches that were not ordained by God. And when, the, when I would look at them and I'd say, this man's not been ordained, and I would pray, and pretty soon the man's gone. When I see people that are not ordained by God in ministries, I don't pray blessing on them. I don't pray that they... Uh, prosper, that they be established? No way. This is against the Word of God. If, they've not been, if they haven't been ordained, they have no business being in ministry. Another guy, big size, big, big assembly, two of them here in the, in the Boulder County. I knew they weren't ordained. I said, Lord, remove them. Remove them. And they decided, you know, we've made enough money, we're going to go our merry way. Thank God. Give them their money, let them go. 
They have no business giving instruction to the children of God when they've not been ordained. We've all been all called, we've all been called to preach the gospel. But two doors, Christians, in your future, blessing or ordained. The only way you're going to read what's on those doors is by prayer. If it says blessing, be careful. Blessings can be taken. If it says ordained, that's a sure, always a, a better decision. From the time I had these visions back in 98, roughly, I have always chosen ordained doors. I'm on this station ordained by God. I would never, ever, years ago, no way would I have anything to do with this radio station. Never, ever thought I would be here. But one day, the Holy Spirit told me what He wanted. And I had to pray about it. And I realized it was ordained. Don't take your calling lightly. Don't take where God has put you in life lightly. We have been ordained to close out this age. We're closing it out. I have been doing previous programs on Sunday. I've been presenting a thought, a, a view from above, looking down. During my programs during the week on the, all the uh, present truth programs from Monday to Thursday from 2 to 3, I have been presenting not just an opinion about what's happening in the world with Russia, the Ukraine, the global system that we're in, that's trying to come in. It's not an opinion. It is biblical. I bring my positions that I present then and today with the background of the Bible and what the Bible says for our time and then looking at what is happening in the news, what's happening nationally and interna internationally, both. We are at the end of the world. I have been stating and I will continue to state that we are in the la we are at the beginning of the last decade prior to Christ's return. The pastors of the land for the most part, they're basically saying Christ could come in the next twenty, thirty, forty years. No. He cannot come. He has to come sooner than that. Another almost decade, the world will not survive. Evil, and one of the thoughts in the book of Revelation, evil will continue to mature. Evil matures in Revelation chapter 17, chapter 18. Evil in its full maturity. Chapter 13, Revelation with Antichrist and the False Prophet. 
These systems in the world have matured. The religious system, the militaries of the world have fulfilled their prophecies to beat the plowshares into weapons for war. And the economies of the world will have matured to the point where there will be no cash, no nothing physical. It will be zeros and ones. Digital. The world has matured exactly like John presented in the book of Revelation. We're in the last decade. Matthew chapter 24. For the last six months ago, I began to talk about Matthew 24 in a different way. Christ is with the disciples. They want to know what will be the signs of the end of the world. The Lord talks about deception. The next thought is, it will be a time of birth pains. Birth pains precede, and in Matthew, 20, Matthew 24, it talks about the birth pains. It talks about deception, birth pains in sequence. Then it talks about a time of tribulation when the Christians will be persecuted and they will be interrogated. Then it talks about a great, great, great tribulation where a son, a man, a son of perdition in Israel declares himself to be God. Then it concludes with judgments on the world. But in a 10-year period of time, Matthew chapter 24 is basically stating what would happen, yes, in the last 2,000 years, but more specifically in a coded, hidden way. Christ is saying, I'm going to tell you, disciples, about the last 10 years. I'm going to talk to you and give you insight into the last decade. There's going to be initially anguish. And there's going to be hardship. And there's going to be stress. And it's going to be likened to birth pains. But then the world is going to give birth to something that is going to take the world deeper into not conflict, but hardship. <clears throat> it is happening. God is not going to allow things to happen until He reveals His plans and His counsel to His servants, the prophets. And the prophets will disclose God's intentions to God's people. And the prophets, it's not going to just come through osmosis in the air into their brain. No, it will come through the Word of God. This prophet, in my prophetic abilities, yes, there are times when the Holy Spirit does give me insight into things that I don't know. Like I can, I, I've talked to people who are getting ready to dating somebody and I say, man, she's not, the, she's not ordained for you, man. She's not the one for you. They get married Three, four years later, two kid, two children later, they divorce. They come back to me and say, you were right. How did you know? I don't know. I just knew she wasn't right for you. There was no match. A second friend, same thing. 
two children later, I remember what you told me. She wasn't the one. And two children later, now we're divorced, and it's been a mess. Yes, there are times prophetically that I do things like that. I just know. But, in my prophetic calling, I look at the Bible. I look at the prophecies. I look to see what God has to say in His Word. And if it doesn't match up, if my thinking doesn't match up with what I see in the Word, I don't touch it. It is vanity. I say, this prophet, studying the Scripture, says we're at the end of the world. We're going to close out the age. Hardships are coming to the world that the world has never experienced before. Punishment and judgment and chastisement is coming to the people of God like they've never experienced before. The nation of Israel, in their apostasy, God is not going to allow it. Punishment is coming to the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob like they've never experienced. God will protect them as they're being punished. God will protect His children that are born again as they're being punished. We have a hope of eternal life. But in time, there's going to be punishment. God is coming. These pastors of the land in America that have been, that have erred in their vision, in their doctrine, in their theology, in their eschatology, they're going to be punished because they're not going to see that their roadmap was off and their theology was off. And they thought, well, you know, we can treat God like uh, any way we want. We can take God's word and state whatever we want. No. The Many of these men, if they don't die because of age, that are in the pulpits today, these men, the young ones, that don't know the Scripture, that believe there's something because they're educated, charismatic, have men around them that have wooed them by stating great things about them. Oh, brother, I see a great future for you. You're going to be a great man of God and this type of crap. These men, Antichrist, is going to gather them together and throw them into fire. Tribulation. And the people in their assemblies that don't know the Word of God, they come because the people are charismatic. And women, too. Women, too. I'll be honest. There is a great attack on the Christian women. And Christian women, like like Paul said in 1 Corinthians, women should have somebody spiritual, if not their husband, a spiritual person protecting them because of the angels. Was Paul talking about the holy angels of God? No. The Apostle Paul was warning the women of that time in Corinthian, the Corinthians. Women, 
the fallen angels are coming to deceive you, you better make sure that you're protected spiritually by men of God, true men of God, or you're going to be carried off. And Peter talks about it too. And women in the body of Christ at this time in ministry they've had issues with their father issues with man in general issues with authority wanting to take their place in a man's world and they have their laws in the country Women are competent. They are the abilities. Deborah, in the Old Testament, she was a civil servant. She was not a rabbi. She was a civil servant. Many Christian women will look at Deborah. She was a priest. No, she wasn't. She was a civil servant. The priest was with the prophet that worked with her. And two of them together did a mighty thing. Be careful. At the end of the world, Christ said that the spirit, a Jezebel spirit, would go out in the body of Christ like never, ever before it has happened. We're going to be back. We're going to continue. Rick Rodriguez, all the tree and lampstand ministries. What's up, America? I am Joe Hunt, host of Gatekeepers, the podcast found exclusively here on 1360 KHNC, The Roar of the Rockies. We are the watchmen at the gate, bringing you truth in politics, religion, culture, and more. Check us out weekly. The P.E. Gun Show, March 12th and 13th, will be located at 1840 Greeley Mall, Greeley, Colorado. This show features two firearms giveaways, a 12-gauge tactical shotgun from G&B Survival on Saturday and a fully customized AR-15 from Warriors Revolution on Sunday. Buy, sell, or trade, guns and ammo, and CCW classes on both days. See PEShows.com for more info. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep, his cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5800. 
5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360khnc.com. Higher rates, lower rates, negative rates, bail-ins, bail-outs, and so much more. You know why you need to own gold and silver. At the Patriot Trading Group, we're a different kind of company. We have no commission salespeople, no boiler room sales calls, no high-priced spokesmen. We believe in treating you with honesty and respect and delivering you the best products at the best price. Buying or selling, call us at 800-951-0592 or go to our website at allamericangold.com. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus So as I want to conclude with this thought about women, don't misunderstand me. I am not judging women. I am not attacking women. I am warning the sisters, be careful. There was something in the Hebrew scriptures, in the Hebrew thinking. When Eve, after the transgression and the hardship or the the way in which Eve was going to mature and be protected was through children having birth, giving birth. But it says that Eve lusted after her husband. It didn't mean just that she desired him in a natural way which she did. But there was something there that was hidden that was still evil. It said that she looked at and still desired the authority that he had because she recognized she didn't have it. She still desired it. This is the danger. The scripture makes it clear. I have met sisters throughout the years that cursed the fact that they were born female. They had ability, they were intelligent, they were gifted, and they felt that being a woman was hindering them from being what they could be if they were a man, especially in ministry. One friend became a Presbyterian, uh, this was back in the 80s, female Presbyterian pastor. It wasn't received very well. This was what it was stating about Eve lusting after her husband. 
there is something in women. They 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 look and they envy the authority <clears throat> that men have been given. <clears throat> the Jewish rabbis they set the example in the Old Testament. God set the example. God did not change. His ways did not change. Once the new church came into existence, God's ways did not change. And women use the sisters uh, through the years have used the thought that, well, you know, we are equal in Christ. As a family, we are. In responsibility, we're not. The responsibility is still in the hands of the men that that God calls into the positions of authority. That's a whole program I'd like to do. But I'm warning Christian women, be careful. We all have a plague in our heart, according to King Solomon. I have sisters who pray for me that are prophetic, that have spoken prophetic words over me. I, because they are, their position uh, with the Lord is where it should be. I can receive those words from them knowing that they are in right standing with God positionally. And sisters who also have given prophetic words, they are they have a they sit under uh, the blessing of a ministry of a pastor. I have absolutely the highest respect for these these women. They're very, very good in the gifts that God has had given them, and they're very careful positionally as to where they are. They know their position and they know the dangers of being out of bounds because of the fallen angels. My wife and I, years ago, meeting with uh, a group, a a small group of prophetic people, there was a group within that group of of women. And these women were, they did everything together, about four, five, six of them. But they started getting off into the messianic movement and into the messianic things without anyone to really oversee what they were up to, none of them, to my knowledge, this day, have even gone on with the Lord. They have to be careful. And there are others in the Messianics that we've met through the years. Same thing. So it's it's a very dangerous thing. Paul said, the women's need to be protected with those who have spiritual understanding because of the angels, the fallen angels. The uh, Because we're at the end of the world in the last decade, as we move into the last decade, there are will be a sequence of things that begin to happen. And each, as as each, as we go into each sequence, 
God wants His people to, to, to know how close we're getting and how serious we need to be in our walk, in our relationship with God, with the Lord. When I talk about God, I talk about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is the God I'm talking about. The same God that Moses worshipped and served is the same God we worship, same God that we serve. Same God that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob believed. We're, that's the same God we believe. So whenever I talk about God, I, with, if I'm around Jewish people, I don't like to use the word God because they feel you, you can't mention God in the sense of how I'm presenting in my thinking how I'm presenting this to you. You can call him Elohim. You can call him the great I am that I am that gave his name to Israel or Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts and as a in a prophetic word, in a prophetic way Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, of the angelic hosts in heaven that he rules and presides over, and the host of the great mighty army of God in the world that is in the body of Christ. There is a great army in the body of Christ. Most of the army of God that have been called into the body of Christ are AWOL. They are absent without leave. They have left. They have vacated. They have left their positions. They are not really in in any type of battle. They're sitting on some island in the sun. Far, far away from God and His purpose his plan for their lives, and they're content. Then there are others, the religious world, that believe, want to believe that they are some force in the world, but they don't know the Word of God, and whenever they hear anything in the Word of God that displeases them, they cut it out of their Bible. We're going to take over the world. We Christians are going to take over the world. Not in the Bible. Christ will take over the world after much conflict. After much suffering, pain, misery, death. God will, Christ will come. Because if He didn't come, the world, no flesh would be saved. But then you have the new apostolic reform movement that says we're going to take over the world and present the world to Christ as a gift when He returns. It's unbiblical. It's unbiblical. It is a dangerous thought. You don't run the race. You don't prepare for the long race. You don't you don't exercise so you have stamina or endurance. I was talking to my wife just at the beginning of the weekend. We have been running and we prepared years ago for the long race. We don't believe and buy into a pre-trib rapture. We have run the long race. We have been running a steady race year by year. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me on Friday. He said, okay, 
Ricky, now you better, because we're getting toward the finish line, you better pick it up just a little bit. Because you're just basically running a cadence. But as you get closer to the finish line, you want to pick up that cadence just a little bit. And the Lord told me, okay, push it just a little bit now. Don't go all out. You'll wear yourself out. But a little bit as you get closer to that finish line, then you want to pick it up a little more. But we still got about nine years. But pick it up a little bit. I say to the people that are listening, prepare for the long race. Don't be deceived thinking that, boom, you're going to be out of here. I'm telling you, this is the doctrine of the demons. And the pastor of this land, I, I, I can't say I admire them. Even the big, the great ones, I don't admire them because they're not truly honest with God's children. They're not really telling God's children that <clears throat> you're going to go through hard times. The Bible said you are. But I don't want to say that because you won't come here anymore. I'm saying we're going to go through hard times. We're not going to dodge <clears throat> what God says is going to come. Persecution is coming to God's children. The threat to the kingdom of darkness are the Christian people that are faithful to God. If you're faithful, expect there's going to be difficulty. Things are going to happen that may not be unpleasant. But be encouraged that with everything that happens, you will have the power of the Holy Spirit, the counsel, direction, the assistance that you're going to need. The closer you get to the Holy of Holies, the battle will get tougher. But the closer you get to the Holy of Holies, the more angels that are going to be sent out to protect you. The more grace that is going to be given to sustain you. The more power that God is going to give you through the giftings that you have so that you can accomplish even more than you've ever accomplished before. This is the what is ordained for those that are going to be faithful and to be involved in closing out this age. The people of the world are sick, are ill physically. They're going to die. They're going to leave this earth without Christ. The fields are white, ready for harvest, especially in this last decade. Six billion people plus. We can't fly over to China. We have to be responsible where we are, where we're placed. Wherever a seed of wheat falls, that's where it's going to grow. You don't want to up, pull it out and place it somewhere else. No, you can damage it. Where God has placed you, that's where you work. If he tells you to do whatever elsewhere, do what he tells you to do. The fields are white, ready for harvest. Pray 
that the Lord of the harvest will send laborers into the field because there is a lot, there's much work to do. We have a lot of work to do in this last decade. Find people around you, and you don't need 20, 30, 40, 50. 5, 10, 15 people that you are like-minded with and you're going to have to and you will have to make adjustments in your doctrine. Amos uh, 3, 6, 3, 5 states, How can two walk together if they're not in agreement? The men of this nation have not been in agreement as to the time that we're in. Most say, we've got another 10, 20, 30 years. They're going to die, and then you're going to have your children and your grandchildren. You're going to see them, and then you're going to die. I don't think so. If you live another 10 years, when we come back into the third hour, I'm going to tell you what to expect and what God says is going to happen in the time in which we're in. Firstly, the great deception has begun. It, it, we are in it. The greatest deception ever in the history of mankind. To begin with, it's not going to end. It will even get worse. The deception, Satan's main tool. If you eat of this tree, you will be like God. You'll know everything. The serpent is still... deceiving mankind you are going to be God you'll be like God <clears throat> no <clears throat> then the birth pains one of the big birth pains I talked about here in my program during the middle of the week is at the end the world will begin to slide into uh, reset uh, like a recession but no we're at the beginning of the greatest depression ever in the history of mankind you can call it recession economic upheaval and the uh, inter the hardships economically have begun there's a word I'm trying to think of I can't think of it right now We're moving into economic hard times. Inflation. That's the word I'm looking for. The Lord said in the last decade, one of the signs would be initially a move into inflation internationally. And the world can never recover from it. The world, no matter how brilliant they are, they will not stop it. They have sown to the wind. They're going to reap the whirlwind. And God is going to punish the world now. We'll be back with God's Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. 
For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. Does EnviroShape's concrete do driveways? We do it! Does EnviroShape's concrete do patios? We do it! Does EnviroShape's concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of EnviroShape's concrete at 303-775-7926 or EnviroShapes at gmail.com. Insurance. Nobody likes buying it, but everyone needs it. The problem with insurance is if you don't need it, the money is simply gone. Car insurance costs hundreds of dollars a month, and if you don't get into an accident, which most people don't, the money is simply gone. Health insurance costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month, and unless you have a significant health issue, the money is simply gone month after month, year after year. When it comes to life insurance, all companies provide low-cost term insurance for people that acts just like car and health insurance. If you don't need it, the money is gone. At Northwestern Mutual, one of the reasons why we are ranked as the best insurance company in the United States is we offer a variety of low-cost blended plans that actually allow you to build wealth in the most likely event they do not need to collect on your life insurance. Finally, an insurance plan that doesn't take your money and can actually build your wealth. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. The world will begin to experience inflation. Revelation chapter 6 6, the end of the world. When he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come see. I beheld a black horse. He that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. I heard a voice in the midst of the B4B saying, A measure of wheat for a penny. Three measures of barley for a penny. See that you hurt not the oil and the wine. Oil and wine are going to come under attack. <clears throat> and 
one loaf of bread for $20 in another translation and three loaves of barley bread for $20 or four cups of wheat you work for one day for four cups of wheat to make your bread for that day. This is inflation that will come at the end of the world. We can say, oh, it's going to get better. Or you can believe what the scripture says in the book of Revelation about the end of the world. Famine is coming. It's already begun. It's not coming. It has begun. Inflation has begun internationally. There are wars and rumors of wars. There are wars, skirmishes now. The possibility of big wars. Before Russia invades Israel, Israel, and we're going to talk about this in the next hour, at the beginning of the, in the, in the final decade, early in the last decade, at the time of the last decade, Israel has to expand her borders. She needs more land. Israel is going to go to war. Israel is going to remove all of the enemies that have plagued her since she became a nation, especially. And Israel is going to have to be victorious over the enemies in the Gaza Strip, the Golan Heights, Lebanon, Jordan, Syria, Damascus, Early in the last decade, Damascus is going to be destroyed as a city. That is coming very shortly. These are the things that we're to look for. Then it will make and help God's children to sober up. We're going to be back. Third hour. Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Podcast 1360KHNC.com Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, Use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Still officially winter despite some warm spring-like temperatures the past week. In a return to more seasonal weather, the newest snowstorm blew in overnight. Temps chilly during the day Saturday. The snow came late last evening to the front range. Forecasters figured it was a quick inch or two, but more is expected along the I-25 corridor today, and much more in parts of the mountains. Two to five could fall between about Fort Collins and Colorado Springs. Most of the ski resorts should get 10 to 20 inches, some picking up even more. 
Snowfall should end on the Front Range by tonight, but could continue in many mountain areas into Monday. Accumulations could be as much as a foot at Vail, 11 inches in Aspen, and 11 at Telluride. Temperatures statewide expected to stay cold all week. Some clarification out about the issue of credibility for one of the Republican candidates for Douglas County Sheriff. She's now being challenged by the Sheriff's Office itself. An internal affairs investigation has found former undersheriff Heidi Kluth was not honest with her colleagues and not honest with the public. Kluth was demoted and fired from the department last year. The internal affairs investigation found that she directed a subordinate to delete part of her personnel file. An incident report from last October 26th shows Kluth was charged with official misconduct that allegedly occurred from July through October. In December, Kluth appeared on a TV news show and denied that the probe by internal affairs had even occurred. Investigators say she was deceptive about what had happened. This past week, the sheriff's office sent out what's called a Brady letter to prosecutors. That document requires them to disclose to defense attorneys on cases she's involved with that Kluth has a credibility issue. Her campaign claims she's staying in the race for sheriff, but she denies all accusations. I'm Jim Williams. A second straight night of one of college hockey's biggest rivalries. Saturday, it was the gold pan game between the Denver University Pioneers and the Colorado College Tigers. DU skated to the victory 5-2, to two, sweeping four games from the Tigers over the season. I'm Ted Werbin. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. Are you struggling with credit card debt? It may be time to consolidate that high interest debt with help from your mortgage. You could save up to $1,000 a month without paying upfront fees. You just have to call American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. Get a free mortgage review by calling 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue, 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 930 to 530, serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654, 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training, or seller reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com for more info. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have half an acre or a thousand, they carry the equipment you need. They also have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has you covered. See you at the show. 
Hi, this is Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, Colorado. 970-616-3100. We take care of all of your home, auto, and business glass needs. Home glass repair, shower doors, mirrors, storefronts, window replacement. Come find us at 6310 West 10th Street in Greeley, Colorado. And uh, don't forget your auto glass and heavy equipment. Again, Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, 970-616-3100. Welcome to the third hour of today's program. I'm Rick Rodriguez, founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. And this is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. My contact, my contact information is uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, Eight zero five zero one. P.O. Box eight seven two, Longmont, Colorado eight zero five zero one. And podcasts for the program on thirteen sixty com. Every week, Monday through Thursday, I host the Present Truth program from two to three. Also here on 1360 AM Radio, KHNC. And Sundays, always 9 to noon. The decade prior to Christ's return. How God views it from the Bible. We'll talk about that now. Vision Without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, the people are unrestrained. Without a vision, the people are careless. Without a, pe without a vision, the people run their lives onto the reefs. Amos 3.7 Surely the Lord God will do nothing. Surely Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, will do nothing till he reveals his timing and his plans in the age to his servants, the prophets. And the prophets will declare this plan to God's children. This prophet, in a prophetic word, in a prophetic way, my prophetic abilities are through the Word of God, through the understanding and the insights into God's Word. We're in the last decade. If I'm incorrect, there's no really negative uh, side effect to it because 
I state we're in the last decade. This will encourage you and maybe kind of give you a little push to be stronger in Christ, to run the race, to fear God. Pray more earnestly that you'll know your calling. David said, Lord, teach me to number my days that I might apply my heart to wisdom. Lord, you have trained me from my youth. You know when my end will be. We don't pray that way. Well, we don't want to know our end. The question is, if you could ask God to show you how you're going to depart from this life, would you ask Him to show you? Not many people want to know. The Apostle Paul knew, Peter knew, John knew, these men knew, because God revealed it to them. Paul was told you're going to suffer much, excuse me, for my namesake. The Lord told Peter, Peter, when you're young, you're going to go to all these fast food restaurants. But when you're old, and you're going to dress however you want, you're going to wear shorts, whatever. But when you're old, somebody's going to come and bind you, put handcuffs on you, and they're going to take you to your death. But he said, Peter, during that, until that time, and even at that time, I will be with you. And Peter, when it came time for him to be crucified, he told him, no, do not put me upright. Crucify me upside down. What kind of grace is that? We fear death. Death is powerful. The thought of death is forever. It ends. Pain. But we forget that we have resurrection power through Jesus Christ. We think about what's going to come in the future and the Lord told us don't, don't think that way. Sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. Take care of the evil in this day. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't be anxious. There's enough evil in this day. Protect yourself. Pray that you be protected from the evil in this day. Don't worry about tomorrow. Now it says that in, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 24, that Jesus is a mediator of a new covenant, not the covenant that the Israelites received. We have a new covenant. We have a covenant that is a blood covenant to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better and more powerful and greater things than that of Abel. Do not refuse 
the one that is speaking to the world today. This is my translation. Verse 25. God is speaking to the world. God is speaking to His children, His great army. Everything that is in the world right now, according to the book of Ephesians, in a, in a, a, a meaning, the interstate system of America was built for the world, for the children of the world to do commerce on, to travel. But really, the interstate system of America and all the roads and the infrastructure was for a little residue of people called the faithful members of the body of Christ. Everything, all of technology, everything is for the little group of people that God's Spirit is upon that are going to change and protect the societies of the world from the forces of darkness. We're, we have to, with me, am I going to pray that America turn back to God again and there will be a great revival and America can be saved? No, I can't pray that because America is going to be judged. I can pray that the people in this nation meet Christ before they die. But no, America cannot be saved. The world in its present state uh, is evil. I don't want to pray that this evil world continue. I want to pray that according to God's word, that Christ will return. Like I said in Job chapter, what was it, 28. I'll have to find the exact verse. Job said, Christ will come at the end of the world. And he's going to take hold of the horizon. One hand on the west, one hand on the east. And he's going to shake the horizon. He's going to shake the earth. God can do that. A hand on each horizon, east and west. He's going to shake evil out of the world. He's going to shake the evil. This is what Job said. That's what I pray for that God will return and like a like a sheet you take a sheet or a rug outside and you shake it and you snap it to get all the dust and whatever's on out God is going to take the earth he's going to shake it snap it like you would a rug or a sheet and shake the evil out of the earth I'm not praying that America be saved no I can't I'm praying against what the Bible says. I can't pray that the coming judgment on Russia doesn't come and all those people suffer. I can't pray that. I talked a little bit about Gog and Magog war last week. I'm still setting a foundation. I'm not so sure that you'll understand the Russian, great Russian war that's coming. I cannot pray that God does not punish Russia. I cannot pray that God will not punish Israel. Israel is apostate. Israel is going to sign an agreement with the coming Antichrist. And that agreement is going to bring hardship on the world like never before. I cannot pray it not happen. I have to pray that I be ready and that I 
pray that I have the wisdom to present to this audience. You need to be get ready. The time is coming. The agreement that's going to be signed exists already. I've been reading it. I've looked at it. It exists. It's hidden. The person that's going to sign it is here already. The nation of Israel is ready to sign an agreement with this great empire at the end of the world. And the agreement is a treaty with death and hell. Isaiah chapter 28, verse 15 and verse 18. It's a treaty with Sheol. It's a treaty with the underworld, with the devil. Israel is saying, we don't want God. We want this great king of this great empire to make an agreement with us. We don't want to be judged by this great empire. Very shortly, the world is going to see how great an empire America is. Satan and all the forces of darkness, these spirits that blind the minds of the Christian people are powerful. And the great deception is that America is not in the Bible. I listen to the West Coast pastors. They've been in ministry for decades. And in the Midwest, in Texas, the East Coast, no one ever wants to say, we see America in the Bible. They won't. It costs them everything. Unfaithful shepherds speaking just enough to retain their positions of power. And yes, they do speak. They are good with a lot of the doctrine, theology. But they're, they're little devious when it comes to prophecy. Well, we don't see America in the Bible. We don't see this great elephant in a swimming pool. You know, the whale in the swimming pool. No, we don't see that. Babylon, the great of the end of the end of the world, sits between two oceans, the Pacific and the Atlantic, and the northern border is also almost an ocean, the Great Lakes. The southern border is half of it is the Gulf of Mexico, and the great empire in Revelation chapter eighteen is traded. All the trade comes by sea not through the air, by vessels, by ships. And all these sea captains, eventually when this great nation is destroyed, all of their ability to make great, great income ends, comes to an end. They don't cry because they're sad, America and all the people are dead. They cry because they're profit. The way in which they generate great, great profit has ended. They cry for the wrong reason. Christians, according to a friend, uh, I'm going to quote a friend. Christians in America are in a dangerous and perilous state of complacency. Stephen Shear, 1979. Christians in America are in a dangerous and perilous state of complacency brought about by, number one, 
living in the greatest economic nation in the world, in the history of mankind, the greatest power militarily ever in the history of the world, doctrines in a church that will not tell the truth, doctrines of demons, you don't, you're not going to suffer. You're going to be raptured out of here. Christ will never let you suffer because we're his people, especially in America. And then ne nextly, that America is going to be the seat of the coming Antichrist. I can lie to you, but I'm not going to lie to you because I'm going to get punished and I will be chastised for it at the judgment seat of Christ. The pastors of the land, they're going to start waking up. You watch. The, the pastors that have the Spirit of God on them, they've already got their money in their bank accounts, their houses paid for. Now they're going to start speaking the truth. Well, you know, we think that America's in the Bible now. And I'm pretty sure that it is in Revelation chapter 18. And the sister chapter, chapter 17. And the New World Order, chapter 17. Yes, the New World Order, chapter 17, Revelation. This great harlot is not the Roman Catholic Church. The Roman Catholic Church is one of the seven lampstands. The Pope and the Popes have been apostate. And they have been Antichrist, many of them. But no, the seat of the coming Antichrist is not Rome. It has no great military to conquer the world. It has economic power. The only nation that has the military that Christ said would exist to destroy the nations, the only nation is America. And one of the nations that will give Russia or Gog and Magog problems at the end of the world is going to be one of the young lions according to Revel according to Ezekiel chapter 38 one of the young lions Europe and further to the west America <clears throat> I'm laying this out I'm really more than anything I I I have just been looking at a little bit of Christianity through the internet personally I it's so repulsive I can't <clears throat> I just can't <clears throat> I can't handle it it grieves me it vexes me I'm vexed extremely vexed people who say that they speak out about religion and they're there's no difference between what they say and the, true, the, the religion of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Am I saying that there is going to be true religion at the end of the world? Absolutely. James talks about true religion. 
There is going. There is within the assemblies of God. No, I'm sorry. Within the Christian assemblies, within the seven churches, there is true religion. A more fake, false religion than true, but still true religion. People, men, teachers that are not honest about the teachings that Christ gave us in the scriptures. Um, it's like driving a vehicle without a tire, without one wheel. There's still movement, but they're not moving very fast. This is the time where the Holy Spirit is trying to catch and wake up and sober up his children. If you know, you know, you want to sober somebody up quickly, throw them into cold water. What is happening in the Ukraine is just what God planned to begin to tell the world that He is going to reveal Himself to our time like never before. Even the people that are not necessarily Christian, they know this something is up with this matter of the Ukraine. This is not 9-11. This is not Waco. This is in 2008 with the housing collapse. This is different. You're talking two behemoths squaring off. The West, Europe, NATO, America squaring off against not the Soviet Union, just Russia. At the beginning of the last 10 years, early into that decade, you're going to see Russia destroyed on the mountains of Israel, and you're going to see destruction to the land of Russia and surrounding nations. But before that great war where Russia's destroyed, there's going to be an early war where Israel is going to go to war with the with the Islamic nations around her to the north, into the Gaza Strip into Jordan to the east, Syria to the north, not so much Iraq, but mainly Syria, Lebanon, that area, a little bit further to the north, Jordan, Gaza Strip. Israel has to double her land capacity. Israel is going to be forced to take over present-day Jordan. In the way I see the scripture, 
Russia cannot come until Israel occupies Jordan. So we're looking at Russia. Russia is just getting ready, according to the scriptures. There's a time where God says to Russia, prepare yourself, get ready. Get on your armor for battle. Begin to prepare. And then be a protector for the nations that are going to come with you down to Israel. Protect them. What is, what is, God's, what is God saying? Israel or, or Russia, Russia is to protect the comrades, the companies that are coming, the nations coming with Russia. Protect them from what? From America and the West and the globalists of the West that have intended to take over the world. Russia is to protect all the nations from the globalists in the West. Be a protection from them. Help get them ready. Assist them. Telling Russia, assist them, get them ready. We're in the getting ready stage. We're not in the war stage just yet. Israel has to have her wars first. These wars are going to begin shortly. Israel's going to invade Damascus. We're going to finish the last 30 minutes. Hold on. Vision for our time is vital for your spiritual health. Rick Rodriguez will be right back. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. If you love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom, go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains be set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen. Samuel Adams. Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head or a poke in the eye? Call Patriot Trading Group at 800 951 0592. That's 800 951 0592. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom. 
A-H-E-E-B, like boy, O, then continue with the word T, and then the word club. The complete website is TehiboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehiboTeaClub.com. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus It is a happy day, happy day. If you have vision presently, it will do many things. I know that many of us, when you're young, you go swimming. Well, the water is cold. So what is the best way to get into the water? Go into the shallow end and slowly, incrementally get in until you've adjusted or just dive in. Each one, we're all different. You have to decide how you want to get into the water. Jump in. Don't go in head first. Jump in feet first. Never go into water head first unless you can see the bottom. Jump in or incrementally adjust. We have, you have to make that decision. But, if what I'm presenting to you is correct, America is in the Bible. America is pushing the land of Russia into conflict. The nations in Russia, Russia around Russia, God tells Russia, you get ready for battle, put on all your gear, get ready, and be a guard, protector, a commander to the nations that are going to come with you. Protect them and give them direction. Be a commander. We have a line that has been drawn and there are nations now that are on the side of Russia. Also on the side of the United States. But Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. It's two times where in chapter 38, initially, Elijah said, uh, Ezekiel says, I am Gog, I am against you. I'm going to just read it. Two is testimony. 
the word of the Lord, Isaiah, Ezekiel 38, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshech, Tubal, prophesy against him. Verse 3, Behold, I am against you. It's very clear, O Gog, chief prince of Meshech and Tubal. Then in chapter 39, a second chapter, two chapters about Russia. Verse 39, verse 1, Son of man, prophesy against Gog, say, Thus says Yahweh Sabaoth, I am against you, Russia, or O Gog, the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal, in the land of Magog, Russia. I'm going to turn you back. I'm going to leave a sixth part of you. I'm going to cause you to come upon from the northern parts. I'm going to bring you upon the mountains of Israel. Chapter 38 and 39 make it clear God is against Gog in the land of Magog, Meshech, and Tubal. My program prepared for today was that this Gog is not is a spirit. It is a ruling principality, a power that rules over Russia as a land and over the peoples of Meshech and Tubal. This has been a mystery. Many Bible teachers have never quite understood what this means. It is a spirit. And God is coming to bring judgment to the power of what this spirit has done in this nation. Now, I'm going to go back to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25. I say, do not stiff-arm Christ any longer. Don't refuse what he has to say. He's speaking. If they, the children of Israel, who were in the wilderness, if they did not escape, when they refused what God had spoken to them at that time, and it says that at that time, God spoke, shook the earth. But he says, in our time, much more. How are we not going to escape if we turn away from him that speaks from heaven? His voice then shook the earth. But back then he promised, saying, one more time, I'm going to shake. Not the earth only, but also heaven. Gog in Russia, the power, the prince of Russia, is about to be shaken. Yet once more, signifying the things, the removing, I shake not the earth, but also heaven, meaning the principalities and powers, their domain. Verse 27. And this word yet once more signifies the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot, which cannot be shaken may remain. God is going to shake Russia. God is going to shake this spirit that rules over Russia, Gog. Now, he also says, I believe it's the Apostle Paul. He didn't want to use his name because Jewish people at that time 
didn't want to have anything to do with the Apostle Paul. It's much deeper than that, but I'll leave it at that. Wherefore, we received a kingdom which cannot be moved. We have a kingdom that is not going to be shaken. It cannot be shaken. The forces of darkness are pushing against this kingdom of born-again believers. This is a kingdom. And what makes us unique is we are born again. And the attack for 2,000 years has been against the men and women that are born again in the assemblies of God, in the churches of God, in the seven churches. Now, the final battle and the plan of the forces of darkness, the cosmos, the children of the devil, are going to push against the body of believers like never before. In the beginning of the last decade, the vision is going to go forth that we're at that beginning so that we can jump in. It's going to be unpleasant to jump in initially. Cold water is, you know, whether you jump in. I used to always just jump in, get it over with. But some days I just didn't want to do that, so I would little by little just creep out into deeper water till I acclimated to the cold. You have to decide. At the beginning of the <clears throat> into, into the last decade, the Russian war is going to take place. Before the Russian war, Israel is going to be forced to go to Damascus and destroyed Damascus. Israel does not have a choice. They're going to be pushed into conflict here before long. This would be Psalm 83, which I have right in front of me. And before Psalm 83, or Psalm 83 will take place first, then Russia will come. Once Israel has taken and expanded her land mass to include present-day Jordan, then Russia will come. <clears throat> I don't see how Russia can come before the uh, war that's going to take place in the Middle East, Psalm 83, the, the, song, the verses that talk about Edom, Moab, and Am, Edom, Moab, Ammon, which is present-day Jordan. Isaiah 17, talking about Damascus. Verses about Syria being punished. Lebanon. Also, Saudi Arabia will have a hand in the coming Psalm 83 war. They're going to also assist to fight Israel. They won't be victorious. Israel will destroy Damascus forever. I believe Bashar Assad will be the king of Syria who will be in power 
when the Damascus War takes place. But Israel is going to be forced very shortly on this side of the world back into the church age, into the, into the world that we're part of. Little by little now, I think some of the main, the, the pastors that have really been the big assemblies are going to begin to in, begin to speak to their assemblies and be honest with them concerning America. This is a big one. America is like a cornerstone. If you see America as Babylon, when you read the prophetic scriptures, everything fits. If you don't see America as Babylon the Great of the end time, and remember at the end of the world, there will be two Babylons existing together. Ancient Babylon, present-day Iraq. Ancient Babylon, which does not fill the scriptures about the end of the world Babylon, who will be destroyed perpetually. Ancient Babylon has never been destroyed perpetually. There has always been someone in that land, occupying that land, after Nebuchadnezzar's Babylon was destroyed. The end of the world Babylon, in code in Jeremiah 50 and 51, this end of the world Babylon that sits between the seas, a judgment will come and the judgment will be perpetual. It will be forever. The Babylon will not ever be inhabited ever again. It will be uninhabitable. America at some point will become the oh the uh, landfill for all the probably chemicals and everything that would destroy the earth. I think America eventually will be, be an island. And according to other verses, to give you some more insight, America will be the hold of every foul spirit and hateful bird. And they're already moving to the country. Babylon the Great, the hold of every foul spirit and hateful bird. And eventually, all of the demons internationally, this will be their haunt. This will be their, their cage. They will all be brought to a nation in the millennial kingdom. The demons will not be free to roam the earth any longer. They will be imprisoned, caged. They will have a domain they will not be allowed to leave. The fallen angels at Christ's return, they will all, they basically, uh, they also will have their domains. They, they will, the, the spirits that rule in the air are also going to be restricted imprisoned during the millennial kingdom they will not be able to rule the nations 
because we have been, that have been faithful in Christ are the ones who will rule from the heavens. Like it says to the church in Laodicea, He that overcomes will I grant to sit with me on my throne. Even as I overcame and am seated, we will rule from the heavens. We will replace the fallen angels. The fallen angels, I don't know where they're going to be. They're, they're going to be imprisoned somewhere, maybe deep in the heart of the earth. But they're not going to be free to roam the earth anymore. The demons are not going to be free to influence the people in the millennial kingdom. The people in the millennial, in the millennial kingdom will have to deal with their flesh. The flesh still remains. But at the end of the millennial kingdom, God will come and deal with the final plague of man, which is the sin and the plague that is in the flesh. That will be dealt with into eternity. There will be no contamination of death in the flesh of mankind. At the fall with Adam and Eve, when Eve ate of that tree, the nature of what the devil was entered into Eve, and Adam and Eve began to die at that time. Satan's nature is what is in the flesh. That nature will not go into eternity. God will deal with that final nature at the great throne, the white judgment, the great throne, the white throne judgment at the end of the millennial kingdom. We have the wisdom of God in His Scripture. I would say go on a fast. Not a fast of natural food, but go on a fast where you fast from what you normally take in through media. And in your fast... Take a period of time every day and fast from the, the media, a media fast, and in that little time that you're fasting from what's going on in the media, feast on the Holy Word of God. Start going through the Bible. I've tried. I've started going through the Bible, and then I get caught because I like to stop, and I get distracted, and then I continue and I stop. So then I think, well, I better start at the beginning. So I have started at the beginning of Genesis probably fifteen, twenty times, and I just have to. It's it's a it's a challenge because I get hung up on things I've never seen before, and I I don't get on down the road. I, I know there's a uh, school university in the East Coast when the new students come into Christian college at the beginning of the year they start in the book of Genesis and they never get out of the first chapter because there's so much that these students see in the first chapter they don't ever get out of the book of Genesis it's going to take all of eternity for us to understand the all that we have in the Bible. We'll be back to finish out my program for today. I'm going to do go into next week in detail.
Next-Gen Windows and Doors of Fort Collins provides superior window and door replacement to northern Colorado homeowners for over 20 years. Next-Gen was just voted best in NOCO for window service companies and has hundreds of five-star reviews. Call now for a free in-home evaluation, 970-888-6588, or visit them online at nextgenwindowsanddoors.com. Mention KHNC when you call and get a 5% discount. Winter's here. Stop the draft. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Sunday, 9 to noon, for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872-872, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 
80502podcasts1360khnc.com, the Olive Tree programs. One of the things that's going to happen at the end of the world is there is going to be uh, peace is going to be pulled incrementally from the nations. Peace, there will no longer be peace in the nations, no longer be peace in the societies. Another thing that will happen at the beginning of the last decade, a cry for justice. People are going to begin to cry and ask God for justice. With the pandemic, the virus, the vaccinations, with what happened in what's happening in America politically, what's happening in the nations, the people that are protesting, the protests, this is an indicator to the world that we're in the last decade. The nations are beginning to cry for justice. God is righteous. He is just. And people, when when people don't have, when there are, there are uh, offenses, when there is evil, and there's no justice, the people lose heart. In the last decade, the world will begin to cry and ask God for justice. Year by year, as time goes forward, the cry for justice is going to increase. There will be less peace on the nations. There's going to be a cry for justice. Every year, we have the what they call the the uh, peace prize, you know, and every year somebody gets the honors of being that that person that gets that award. Nope. That's it for today. God bless you. God bless you. God keep you. May you have the stamina, the endurance, and the Spirit of God on your mind to begin to make the decisions to find ordained doors in your lives. God bless you next week. Rick Rodriguez. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Lovell.